Welcome to Badger Tough Inside the Circle. I'm assistant coach Craig Picorni here with Hall of Fame head coach Alan Picorni. We're here to talk the week in Bennington Wrestling. We're going to run down uh, three duels we had this week and then uh, look forward to uh, a duel and invite out in Lexington and just go from there. Might be a short show, it sounds like today. By short, it could be like 45 minutes. <laughs> So we'll see how, how long that goes. Um, as always, you can email or tweet to us any questions you have on the show, and we can get them answered. If anybody's got any questions, um, just let us know, and we'll we'll try to get them answered on the show. Um, as always, uh, the show is brought to you by Midwest Designs. Go to MidwestDesigns.org. Uh, the biggest thing right now is those clear bags starting to have people – Get interested with state wrestling coming up to get a clear bag. We have a design for Bennington Wrestling. If you want something else, just let us know. We got a contact us form on there, so you can let us know if you want to get one of the bags. It's uh, five dollars off any of those bags uh, if you get them in January. Um, so get them, get your order now. That's uh, MidwestDesigns.org. So uh, general recap of the week with practices. Uh, more uh, going over, reviewing stuff from the previous competition with duels on Tuesdays and Thursday. Didn't have a lot of new installations to put in. Yeah, there's <clears throat> there's not a lot at this point in the season. There's a couple things we may throw in there too yet, but uh, uh, it, at this point in the season, we got the major stuff in, and and it's more fixing, correcting, drilling, getting better at what uh, we need to get better at, and. And, uh, you know, three practices this week is kind of a short week of practices. Uh, and actually, JV had two practices. That, so I, I don't know if that's a good uh, good thing or not for them, uh, having that much competition, not enough practice. But uh, it's kind of the way the schedule works out, uh, um, you know, and they do need some competition too, and they haven't had a lot, some of those JVs. So it's also good for them to start getting into competition and, and utilizing what they've learned and and also learning and growing from that and um, you know the next week they'll they'll have an extra day of comp or practice so that'll help them out and and uh so anyhow nothing real interesting or exciting about practices this following week just yeah. a uh boring week of practice but a short one i guess decent week didn't have to end up going yesterday on our day off yeah, it was kind of one of those things we kept as an option that if, if things didn't look right during the week, uh, you know, that we, we might come in for a short one in the morning on, on Saturday. and uh, But I also like to give them a break, too, once in a while, because when you're going six days a week all year long, and even though we had a break around uh, Christmas, uh, still the, the rest of the season will be going six days a week. And and so it, it's... Uh, good to give them at least a day off since things were fine yep. yeah I, I thought uh, i think our conditioning is from what i see compared to other teams uh we're at or above most teams um you know there may be some individual situations where somebody's you know not feeling good that may look like they're uh out of shape but it might be just something else bothering them but overall as a team i think our conditioning is is at, at or above everybody else uh, technique, you know, obviously you'll never never stop learning that and never stop growing there. But uh, uh, you know where we're at for 
right now I thought it was okay to give him that one one more day off and give him a whole weekend and because we're gonna hit the rest of the season hard and and uh, there's not gonna be a lot of breaks from here on out. Right. So uh, started off the week like you said, JV went to Oakland Craig for uh, for their JV invite. Um, any anything you want to touch on on that? Uh, yeah, you know I didn't get to see it, uh, but but I you know I talked to Coach Glinsky about some of the guys and I did see the results and I you know looked up what was going on and and uh you know overall I you know, thought thought they wrestled well uh, you know we didn't have as many places as we'd like to have at it but uh, uh you know some of those guys a lot of those guys are freshmen with barely a year of experience and and uh you know and so uh, they're they're going against some kids with a lot more experience uh older kids too that uh you know we got to look at uh uh, where they're at compared to where they're earlier in the year mm-hmm. and sound like uh, uh, overall we're pleased with their progress um we did have a, a champion at uh, 170 hunter thompson uh, was a champion um he ha- happened to wrestle tyler hangley in, in the semifinals, unfortunately and but tyler came back and got third place um it'd be nice to have him on this other bracket so that was good to see those two guys uh you know do real well uh, Isaac Jacobs, um, you know, at 126, dominated his way through the, the bracket. So uh, that's good to see. Um, you know, he's, uh, I think he's getting close to back about 100% or where, where he should be at as far as, you know, his skills and things that, uh, you know, earlier in the season when he first came back, uh, you, know, you could see a lot of rust and all that. And mm-hmm. that's normal. You saw the same thing last year when when Logan McDonald came back. He, he was real rusty, and it, it takes about uh, – three to four weeks at least uh, to to get into r- true wrestling shape when you're uh, been laying off you know your technique and everything else so so uh, he's he's probably back to where he should be um, uh, so that was good to see him dominate like that and and uh, uh, we'll see going forward but all the other guys you know they several of them got a match away from a medal and, and those are deep brackets too and mm-hmm. big brackets and and uh, you know wide variety of teams and and some good competition so um yeah it was good for them good for them to get that experience they, they need that yep so tuesday uh we had syracuse come to town for the uh yearly rumble on the rumble in the ring we yep traveling trophy brought the trophy home again or kept it home yeah um a little history behind that uh syracuse and, and bennington back when we were in the emc or not emc the the capital conference uh you know we were the top two teams the last several years and and we had some really good battles uh then when we were leaving the the capital conference for the emc conference um you know the head coach and from syracuse and i have talked that we really like to keep this going this uh rivalry and and uh so we decided to do a duel together and and uh, duel each other every year and and uh you know they want to couple of those duels we were, had some great battles back and forth they won a couple of those and we said hey you know let's spice this up a little bit uh let's let's make it a trophy uh duel where the the winning team gets to keep the, the traveling trophy and, and take it home and uh for the entire year and and uh so we we added that to it and and since then we haven't lost it so <laughs> uh um you know and, and uh you know that that's that's great for us and we don't want to ever give it away i, I kind of feel a little guilty now that uh, you know to make a big deal about that because you know 
we're dominating that area. But uh, and and some of that's because we've grown and uh, you know we feel a lot a little better in our weight classes and and they haven't grown and uh, you know they have some quality individuals on their team and but uh, they have four opens this year and that that's very very tough to overcome. Um, you know and and so but as the duel went, um, you know it. You know, when we mentioned that as coaches talked a little bit about it, that it felt more like a loss than a win. Right. Mostly because, uh, you know, they won six out of ten matches. And, and uh, you know, that's not a good feeling. We, we want to win more matches. Even in those situations, we want to still wrestle well. But but uh, you look a little deeper into it, um, you know, three of our, our very best wrestlers didn't even wrestle. Um, and ended up getting the forfeits. Um, you know, so... Those are matches that, uh, you know, if, if they're wrestling, there's a high chance of us winning. Um, you know, and they and they have some good kids, and, and they're good kids. We're going against our kids that were, were less experienced again. Right. Uh, and it's not no fault of our kids. Uh, you know, they I thought the effort was out there, and they tried hard. But, um, you know, sometimes when you just got someone that's been wrestling longer and someone – uh, you know, that's skilled and it, it's just tough to win, uh, you know. And, and so that was kind of the case with that duel. It was just kind of a mismatch. And, mm-hmm. and when we did re- win, we pinned them so fast, it felt like we hardly even wrestled the match. Right. So, it, you know, the, the matches we lost, our kids battled and battled and battled, and, you know, and it, it was a long, drawn-out battle, and we lose, uh, you know, for the most part. And so um, – seemed like we we're always wrestling behind and, mm-hmm. and that's just how things worked out it just uh, felt weird kind of almost weird and didn't quite feel like what it was for a win right but uh you know and as far as i mentioned this in the last show that how, how long we'll keep doing this i don't know um you know this duel as of right now we're we're gonna probably renew that uh for next year and kind of see how this affects our our state duel situation um, you know, cause they still do have good quality kids on their team. They have good athletes in the school that, um, you know, that, uh, they may come back and, you know, they may be in one of those cycles or they're down cause they've been so good for so many years that sometimes those smaller schools, they, they cycle in and out, and, mm-hmm. but, uh, we'll have to see, uh, how that go, how that plays out down the road. And we'll probably decide in the next couple of years, whether we continue or not. And, and some of it's up to them too. Right. You know, whether they want to continue or not. And, um, you know, I would say they probably do, but who knows? Yep. Um, so. So then on yeah. Thursday we had a triangular in the in the main gym with uh, Logan Magnolia and Takema Herman. Um, I guess I'll go in backwards order. Um, we ended the night with Takema Herman. Um, felt as far as roster size similar to Syracuse, but I fe- the performance definitely felt a lot better. Uh, against Takeem Herman, yeah, um, you know I, that that might have been more of a just a matchup thing again too, where uh, you know they got some decent kids, but they went against some of our tougher guys too, in, right. in certain cases, and because um, I looking at uh, results from the High Plains invite where both Syracuse and Takeem were at, Takeem finished higher than them, so mm-hmm. that would indicate they have better individuals. Uh, plus, Takeem added a guy on that. Uh, hadn't wrestled at the high plains he's been out for a while and his first time back against us and 
and uh, the kid's a state champion uh, contender, might be ranked number one now that he's back. But, uh, you know, so that would also add to the help. But on the other hand, we won more matches. I mean, we, we only lost two matches right. in that duel. And, and uh, I mean, both those kids are very solid kids. Mm-hmm. You know, 126, you know, Shram is, is possibly a state medalist. Uh, you know, I haven't looked at where he's ranked or anything like that, but uh, uh, he's, he's very good. Uh, and, and then uh, at uh, 170, that their kids, uh, that's the one that uh, just came back that's a potential state champ. And, and uh, you know, and, and the rest, uh, we won all the other matches. And, and so, you know, and, and there's another, you know, some more history, too, behind them also uh, at, as why we've been wrestling them, and that's another one that we got to consider down the road. Is it something to continue or not? Right. Um, you know, to Kamer Herman, uh, for anybody that knows anything about history and all that, in, in wrestling in the state of Nebraska, uh, in, in Class C is where they're at, and we were Class C for many, many, many years. Uh, you know, they're, they're probably the number one team in Class C all time. In fact, I think they all have the most team state championships of all Class C teams. Um, and you can go back to the late seventies through the eighties, through the nineties, and even the early two thousands. I mean, there's, there's 20, 30 years there, uh, where they're just dominant mm-hmm. and, and Bennington and Takema dueled every year. And there was a lot of barn burner duels and a lot of a great history between the teams. And, and really one of the, uh, um, top moments and or duels of all time in bennington history and and if you read badger tough book you'll hear hear all about it there <laughs> but uh one of the most famous uh, moments in at least uh the last 30 uh plus years was uh, was uh, against them in mm-hmm. fact there's a couple different times but uh, uh it was a number one versus number one back in 1990 that that's a famous duel it, uh you know they were class b at the time actually they were up to b for a little bit and they were number one in B. We were number one in C, and and uh, a classic duel, um, you know, probably one of the most famous, at least in the era that I've been around, uh, of any duel. And again, got to read the details in the book. It's pretty cool. So anyhow, a lot of history there, and, and, it, and it's sad to see that uh, uh, direction. Uh, you know, we've gone different directions, and and uh, you know, and so. We'll just have to see what goes on there. Yep. All kind of part of growing as, as far as school size is things change. Fewer Class C teams on our schedule and uh, just, just keep moving up, it seems like. Right. And if you actually look at our schedule, it's we almost have more A schools than we have B schools. Right. And and just, uh, you know, a couple of C schools. I guess those two C schools that mm-hmm. there's a lot of history behind. Yep. And, uh, you know, the... Sometimes it's tough to let go of history, but uh, it may be something we need to look at down the road. Yep. At the triangular uh, in the middle, Logan Magnolia and Takema went at it. Logan uh, won that one. and then But to start the night, we had Logan Magnolia um, in what looked like could be a really close duel, really tough duel. Logan Magnolia is number 10 in uh, Iowa. So uh, they have a tough team, always really good technique. Um, makes us have to have good technique as well. He kind of mentioned it to the guys uh, going into it. So uh, started that one off at 182. Yeah. And, uh, and, and just a little history behind this this one too. 
Uh, talking <laughs> about history on everything, I guess. History lesson day. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Logan Magnolia and us put a uh, got together in a duel. We we had been seeing them. We went out to their tournament, their dual tournament, uh, many years ago, and and uh, liked I liked wrestling them because like you said, they're uh, you know they, they had great technique. They're well coached uh, team. Um, yeah, you know, and even throughout the years, even even when some of the greatest scut teams I we've seen. Um, yeah, I always thought Logan Magnolia was probably, and this is no disrespect to Scott or anything like that, was probably better coached as far as solid technique. Uh, you would see even some of their average kids just with solid technique, and uh, you know they're just technicians, and I, I really like that uh, about wrestling them. That uh, and one of the things they do emphasize in their school, and their coaches told me this several years ago, is. Uh, they emphasize duels and, and winning the dual state championship in Iowa rather than the individual. I mean, they certainly want to win the individual tournament, mm-hmm. um, you know, but the dual state championship, they really focus on that because that's m- more of a true team atmosphere uh, as far as, uh, you know, everybody getting behind everybody, you know, whereas individual tournament, yes, everybody supports each other, but uh, some guys aren't wrestling anymore and, and, and they're beat out, but uh, – in the dual championship, everybody's still wrestling. Yep. And it, it, it's more of a team feel. And I, I, you know, since we've started a state dual tournament, I feel the same thing. You know, mm-hmm. I feel, uh, you know, it, it's, it's more of a team atmosphere. And, you know, we certainly want to win both. But uh, uh, anyhow, they, they focus on duels. So this makes this more of a challenging duel because uh, they're well-seasoned. And if you look at the duels they, they schedule, they schedule far more duels than they do uh, tournaments, mm-hmm. uh, individual tournaments, and, and and they probably get thirty plus duels in a season, and and even a lot of the Iowa schools that that's kind of what they do, more duels, more dual tournaments, uh, you know, with a few individual tournaments, and and uh, so anyhow that uh, makes for a, a very challenging duel, um, and you know they now they did their coach head coach did retire a couple of years ago. Um, Although they still got some of the same assistants, mm-hmm. and they, I'm not—I don't remember if this co- head coach was an assistant before that or not. He might have been, um, but anyhow, they're they're still pretty solid in technique, you know. And watching them, they're you know real good at hand control underneath and made it difficult on us trying to finish our our moves, uh, our turns and and stuff. Uh, we eventually got them uh, in many situations, but they made us work for our right. pins. Uh, uh, so, uh, anyhow, you, they're, they're a great challenge going in, uh, you know, doing the, the scouting on them and, and what they had. Uh, yeah, I felt there were three toss-up matches, and and uh, based off of what I I saw out of them, I, I thought we would probably lose two of those and win one of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, in that case, we were going to lose the duel if that turned out that way. So, we needed to figure out how to how to maximize some points and, and, uh, you know, and, and maybe make some moves if we can. We, we made a switch at 220 and 285 and, uh, that may or may not have helped us. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm thinking it, it helped a little, uh, but, uh, and, and then it came down to there's, there's everything else went kind of as planned. So it came down to those toss up matches and, and, uh, we ended up winning all three of those. Yeah, ended Which, up going all the way to the last match. And ended up going to the last match. Yep, mm-hmm. that's 
you know, so it was a, it was a great duel. Um, you know, the, the first toss up match we had, you know, with, uh, Robert Greenwood, um, mm-hmm. you know, I was looking at common opponents and, and, uh, you know, both lost to the same opponent. Uh, but the Logan kid had a closer match with him. So there, there's the one that thinking, okay, you know, it's going to be a tough one, but, and, you know, based off what happened before, we're probably, probably going to lose that, but that could go either way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of what it did. It went to overtime and, and we pulled out the win. Now it didn't, didn't end without a little bit of controversy <laughs> uh, and their coach getting a warning for misconduct because uh, he was questioning the calls on the official. And, and, and uh, there were two situations where, you know, I know they didn't agree with the call of the official, the, the one that he got the misconduct was the second one. And, and, and it might've been because of the first time he just, you know, went on because the second call was a reversal and, and it was clearly a reversal in, in, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And, and that wasn't worth, worth arguing. I, anything i might have uh argued the first call and, and not the second one if i were them but uh um i mean because you can't just go out and argue every call or you right you know uh, you gotta you, pick your battles <laughs> pretty much yeah because i mean i know there's some people that want to argue every call but that doesn't do any any good nope. i mean first of all you become known as a team that just all you do is complain so they're not going to listen to you mm-hmm. i mean you know the one thing that we have going for us is as I know some of the officials say, when we call a table, they're they're kind of starting to question because they know that we don't go there unless uh, it's either we really want to the uh, find out the answer because we don't know, or it's because or you know the the call was probably incorrect. So, but anyhow, uh, and, and the first situation was a takedown. It was a key takedown uh, in the first period, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, you know, and, and kind of thinking through it, it yeah, it's probably one of, what I would call a 50-50 call. You know, 50% of the officials are going to call it a takedown, 50% or not. Right. Um, you know, so that's where I would say that might be one where I, I might uh, ask for explanation on. Um, the second time was a reversal. It was clearly a reversal that uh, 95, might be 90, 95% of the officials are going to call that. Right. So uh, anyhow, so as a 50-50 call, uh, went in our our favor, uh, you know, which is fine. But you know, when you step through the 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 situation and and really think it through, which officials have a split second is all on mm-hmm. the mat to make those decisions. You think about it, he made the right call. Yeah, uh, and actually, the, the head coach for Logan Magnolia brought the official to the table to to ask about it later. And um, you know, when he Jim did step him through the process of why he get, awarded the takedown, and it made a total sense what the way he uh the way he explained it so yeah and i one thing that uh some fans and even coaches uh argue calls in those situations is that the other kid had robert's leg um just because he's holding on to a leg uh and, and, you know and if we can get around and cover those hips it, it can be a takedown mm-hmm. and, and depends on the positioning and what's going on uh if you have the hips completely controlled and and uh you know, and that's kind of was the case. The guy had Robert's leg, but Robert had complete control of the hips, and, and in fact was working trying to get a little tilt out of it. Uh, if he would have got a tilt, there'd have been back points, and right. and uh, you know, and but uh, obviously with the position, he couldn't get the tilt just because the kid had his leg, and and uh, you know, and you can argue all you want about that call, but there is actually in a little different situation, a picture in the book showing that uh, just because you have a leg doesn't necessarily mean it's a takedown so 
when I talk about the book, I'm talking the rule book. And, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, and, and that's why it was, and, and I'm sure their fans weren't happy about it because they see he has his leg. But, uh, but again, according to the, how if you step through it, you know, by rule, it, it was probably the correct call. Mm-hmm. Um, but since he had our leg, that's where I say 50-50 uh, of the officials are, are going to call it. Some aren't. Well, and the um, angle that he had was different than really we had or even the, the fans on the visitor side. So, sure, um, you know, sometimes you can't quite see everything that the officials see and vice versa. Right. So. And just because you have a leg doesn't mean it's not a takedown. I'll give right. you a great example. Uh, you know, in the Takema duel, um, you know, it's Colby Puck. The kid had his leg and was hanging on and hanging on, and Colby was working around, and the official gave a call. He gave the takedown, and the kid kept h- hanging on. And, and the problem is he hung on a little too long and got his arm trapped. Yep. And that actually helped. Uh, when Colby put him on his back, that helped get the pin because the guy's arm was trapped and right. stuck, and he couldn't move. And yep. So, uh, you know, just because you have the leg – and. Uh, doesn't mean it's not a takedown. That there's there's a perfect example of a guy mm-hmm. holding on to a leg and it's it's a takedown. And actually, I think yeah, Colby had that happen in both matches. The first match, he let the arm get out. Yeah. So, that. you know, just good again, controversial call, but uh, uh, you know, it, I I think the call ended up being right in the long mm-hmm. run. You know, the more we think about it, the more we step through it, and and you know, so that's that's the way it is. Um, other toss-up match I thought in that duel it was uh, Zach Utek. Um, you know, we didn't have anything other than uh, their record compared to our record. Uh, he had a little bit better record than us. Um, didn't see any common opponents, so that's one we thought, man, you know, we're going to have a tough time winning that. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I I was hoping, and, and it turned out, positive for us uh, zach actually won and got the pin too so bonus right. points on top of that uh, you know so it made better at the at the end that made it uh you know i mean it made it a little bit wider gap not a lot but it was still right. a tight duel but uh um anyhow and the nice thing i i like about that match with zach uh is, has been coming on lately wrestling a lot better uh, with better intensity, uh, you know, and, and uh, he's been having better results. So uh, good to see because earlier in the year he was struggling a little bit and, and the intensity wasn't there. And, and sometimes uh, you can spiral downward rather than keep working and getting better. And, and, and I see him getting better, and I'm real happy to see that. Uh, uh, you know, as, as a senior, you want to see him keep getting better and have good things happen as the season progresses. So. Yep. Um, you know, and hopefully we'll be working with them on that, keeping the intensity and, and, uh, you know, he'll have more success as we go forward. Um, so that was a huge, huge, uh, turnaround. I mean, that's a nine point swing. If you think right. about that, um, you know, in a tight duel like that, it, that's, that's very critical. Um, so that put us, you know, as we went through the next couple matches, end up the very last match at 170. Uh, you have Logan Burmester out there. And uh, uh, the score is 37-36. So it's it's the winner's gonna the winner of this match is gonna win the duel. Yep. And uh, you know, and and in scouting too. Again, that was a, I thought a toss up match. Um, yeah, you know, I thought maybe this is the one we could win out of the toss up matches, just based off records. And and it turned out that way. And and 
and also because I, I thought Logan has been wrestling really well lately. Uh, you know, he's progressed throughout the season, wrestling better with better technique, you know, early in the year. You know, his technique, uh, I wasn't bad, but it wasn't as good. Um, so he's, he's progressed on his technique. And, and uh, so uh, I, I felt good about that, our chances in that match. And, um, you know, and, and Logan did an excellent job and, and got a, got a nice solid win for us and a little nervous at the end when he's he's letting him come in and do some collar ties i mean yeah. i know the guy wasn't it didn't look like he was setting up a headlock but i was worried about him getting in there and sneaking one in and mm -hmm. um but uh, you got to be careful when you're got a big lead like that and and the duels on the line and uh you know don't let a guy tie up close right you know, <laughs> uh, you, know you still want to be working for uh scoring Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we talked about that too during the week. About, about just because you got a lead doesn't mean you don't want to score. In fact, you need to be looking for scores. Just you don't have to be as risky. Uh, you know, do a, do a better job of setting up and patience, and and but always still be looking to score somehow. Looking to set them up. Looking, you know, constantly looking for that and, and taking advantage of opportunities. So, anyhow, it was great to see Logan. Uh, win the duel you know for our team and you know uh you know for him that's that's a big feather in his cap but i mean it, it's obviously a team thing that won it but mm -hmm. uh, uh the pressure comes on that one person at the end yep um you know and he handled the pressure and he went out there and took care of business so real happy for that and and, and to get a, a win over logan magnolia um you know i you know people understand what uh, how a quality of a win that is um, you know, against a team like Malaga Magnolia, and uh, it, I would rank that right up there with uh, uh, Bellevue East. I mean, mm -hmm. Be Bellevue East might have been a big, bigger win, bigger fish, uh, but um, Logan Magnolia is right behind him as far as quality wins for us this year. Uh, so, real pleased to get that one. Yep. So, uh, went three zero on duels this week. Um, so, good week. Yep, nothing on Saturday. Nothing. Little break, so just so, the three duels. Yep. Uh, just a reminder: the show is brought to you by Midwest Designs. Go to MidwestDesigns.org and see about getting yourself a clear bag before state. Don't wait till last second, be left out, and have to leave all your stuff at home. Um, this upcoming week, uh, we've got JV at Elkhorn. We got Burke Duel. We got Lexington Invite. So uh, again, not as not as many practices i guess and uh leave a little or leave right after practice on friday so any other things to touch on with the schedule other than competitions um no just uh just a comment a little bit on each uh uh you know the jv going to elkhorn that's again uh you know good experience for those guys that they need they need the competition to a you know right. obviously we need practice but uh uh, they need to have that competition to, to really to grow. Mm -hmm. um, so good for them. Uh, they uh, they get out of school at one. Well, they get out of school about one fifteen. They really got to hustle to the bus because one one thirty. Uh, and I sent an email out to all parents. So hopefully you got that and and uh, told all the kids on on Friday uh, what they need to do. But uh, they need to hustle to the bus because the bus leaves at one thirty because they got to be back for routes. Uh, yep. So. It may be a little bit early they're getting to the venue, but, uh, you know, it, it's what we got to work with on the bus schedule and everything. Um, but their weigh-ins are at 3 o'clock. They weigh in there. 
or not morning weigh-in, so the kids got to, to watch what they're doing on their weights and make sure that, you know, Mondays are always so tough on, right. on, on weights. And fortunately, most JVs don't cut a lot of weight, if, if at all, and, and that's, you know, we, we generally don't want them to do that. Uh, but there are a couple of those guys that are, um, you know, are cutting a lot. Um, you know, obviously, uh, um, you know, those guys that are fighting for varsity spots that, uh, you know, they, they got to keep their weight down so that uh, uh, they can still wrestle at uh, varsity. They get 126, and I, I know that uh, also Hunter Thompson is also looking at getting down, uh, possibly that he's he needs to stay on his weight plan. Uh, uh, so those are, those are the tough ones for those two guys, you know, Isaac and Hunter. Um, but even then, other, other guys got to manage their weight smartly over the weekend. Right. And so... That's tough, but they do have three o'clock weigh-ins there. Uh, they wrestle at four thirty. Um, you know, I, I usually go there after after practice. Uh, probably won't make it this year. I it drives me nuts not to be able to get there because I want to see those guys wrestle and 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 work with them in their development. But uh, I got an important school board meeting that you have to get to, uh, uh, and just happens to fall on that day that night. Uh, then we got to Omaha Burke on Thursday. Uh, I'm not sure who plans these things, schedule these things. When Burke's one of the toughest uh, they've been in many years, and and uh, we add them to our schedule. When we're one of the experience-wise, we're one of the least we've been in 40 years. And and but uh, actually, that was Burke that called us and set that duel up. Uh, they called us a couple of years ago. We were full. We didn't have any openings, uh, but we happen to have one this year. Uh, when they co- contacted us, and so I said, "Yep, let's let's add them to it." And right. and the reason is, you know, we want to see quality competition that helps us learn and raise our level. And um, it's not and, always about just this year, right? And it's not only about this year too. Correct. Uh, you know, if you look back at the last ten years, I would say we would probably win fifty percent of those duels. Um, you know, and and I'm also looking down the road. I I, I think you know, uh, you know. Obviously, this year they're, uh, you know, they're fantastic. But uh, uh, you know, their average teams where they've been at, you know, they're a top ten team in Class A. But right now, they're one of the top teams. I mean, they just won the Metro Conference, and mm-hmm. uh, so you know, they're they're at the peak of what they have been for the last several years, and and uh, so very tough. Uh, we did wrestle them already in. Uh, Grand Island at the Fracas, and um, you know we're hoping not to match up against somebody we wrestle, but uh, it, it, you can't control that as that tournament goes on. They can only control the first round, uh, and that was not a pretty duel. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's I kind tough. I it very tough, uh, but hopefully our kids learn from that, and and kind of what we're looking at is hope hopefully seeing some improvement from mm-hmm. from how we wrestled them last time to how we wrestle them this time. So that's, that's kind of what we're looking for. Um, winning the duel. I mean, obviously you always uh, set the goal of winning the duel and, and, uh, but it's going to take a lot of upsets to do it. Yeah. Um, you know, so one-on-one we get, we got to look at managing each match and trying to improve from where we're at and, and, uh, and then go from there. And if we win the duel, we do, if we don't, you know, I hope that we, we see improvements. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing. Uh, and, and I think we have a chance of getting a lot of JV matches in there, too, I'm hoping. Uh, you know, being a Class A school, 
they should have a lot of uh, JVs available. So hopefully we get a lot of good matches there. And this one's going to be at Burke. So a little travel, but not far. Probably one of our closest duels. Yep, That's one of our, <laughs> really one of our closest duels outside of our home duels. Yep. And then uh, Lexington on Saturday, and and that is uh, there's they have a JV tournament and a varsity tournament going at the same time. So a great opportunity for all our guys to get good quality matches and and uh, in in the same roof uh, under the same roof and you know they're in a different gym than than the var you know JV's in a different gym than the varsity, so they are separated. But it's not that far. People can walk back and forth, and and uh, generally the JV the JV does start earlier and, and finish earlier. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, if parents want to stick around a little bit, want to watch a little bit of varsity. I, I know it's a long drive, but to get back home. But sometimes parents stick around a little bit and watch some of the varsity wrestle, and um, and, and it's a to me it's a great tournament for our guys uh, to be able to see. Uh, different competition in class B and good competition. There's, uh, there's a lot of good competition class B schools that are that you know Central and Western Nebraska that come come to this, right? Um, and we just don't see them uh, yep. except for here. And so it's a great opportunity to, to see that different competition, um, and it's really benefited us over the last several years since we started going to this that uh, we actually saw kids there that we end up seeing at state. That if we wouldn't have wrestled them, we wouldn't have known much about them, and, and we so we know a little bit more about them, and we're able to compete better at the state level against them. Right. And so it's it's helped us out tremendously, and and uh, you know great for us. Uh, now as far as uh, traveling, um, you know, now I'll send an email out to parents so they they all know, and I'll talk to the kids. But probably Wednesday night, maybe Tuesday if I get a chance, but probably Wednesday night. I'll have that email out, uh, kind of tell them about the plans and what's going on. But we do need to leave Friday night after practice. We'll practice at the high school. Um, and it also weather permitting. I, I'm hearing there's some weather coming in and don't mm -hmm. know what it is. And so we may have to make adjustments to it. But let's say that the weather's normal. Uh, you know, Friday night, we're, we're, we'll run through a quick practice uh, and then try – try getting out at 5 30 i mean we'll we'll be done before that with the practice we'll probably our goal is to be done by five with practice uh give them 30 minutes to shower up and and be ready and i would recommend if if possible and it just depends on parents work schedules um and whatever's going on that it'd be nice if we could somehow uh have the kids shower at the school uh you know and if the parents want to bring up their extra stuff for the you know, their food and their other uh, clothing that night, uh, you know, by 5.30 or even earlier than that, 5.15, so that uh, we can start loading the bus because it takes us, you know, with with bag checks and, and everything, it, it takes us 15, 20 minutes to get the bus loaded. Right. Uh, so if you think 5 o'clock practice getting over with, that means they need to be showered and, and everything out there by in, in 15 minutes. And that's yep. that's uh that's difficult because um, we want to be on the road and, and, and get there at a reasonable time because uh, by car, maybe three and a half hours, but by bus is probably closer to four hours uh, of a drive. And, and uh, we want to get there in time for to get everybody in the rooms and, and settled in uh, so they get to bed at a reasonable time because it's also a very early morning start. Uh, I think we had uh, – 
I remember from the past, it's like a 6 a.m. Uh, the bus leaves from yeah. the from the hotel. So, uh, you know, we want them in, get a good night's sleep, uh, or you know, or at least a reasonable night's sleep. Um, then it's a very early morning and 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 a long day. But but it's been good for us. Um, even with all that, uh, it's been very good for us. And we've actually wrestled pretty well overall down there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cause the kids have usually done a pretty decent job about getting in, get to bed. And, uh, you know, as, you know, as far as we've seen and known, um, so, you know, I remember the first year we went down there, uh, we won the tournament. In fact, we beat Carney that year and that was, right. that was a huge, uh, win for our program there because, uh, yeah, I mean, just look at what our Carney had is as a program this year, not only this year, last year, and even for the last. 30, 40 years, you know, mm-hmm. they're one of the premier programs in the entire state, all class. And, and so to beat them that first year was, was great for our program. Uh, and uh, kind of upset the host team coach a little bit, kind of kidding in a way on that. <laughs> but, uh, the coach, uh, you know, the Lexington coach at the time, well, he's now at Grand Island. He, he uh, after we won it and, and had the trophy, he says, you know, coach, don't take this the wrong way, but I was hoping you guys would lose. Or wouldn't win this tournament, uh, and I said, "What? Thanks, thanks a lot." You may, I know the kid real well because he used to wrestle you all the time right. back when you guys were little tykes. But uh, anyhow, I, his reason he was well. The reason is because we didn't want you coming out thinking this is an easy tournament. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Don't worry, I know what's here. We we wrestle great, mm-hmm. and we've done well there over overall." But mm-hmm. uh, again, very valuable experience uh, to go there. So. Anyhow, yep. So uh, that's next week. Uh, like always, we give a state duels wild card update on the show. Um, sometimes more of an update than other weeks. Um, but as of Friday afternoon, we we're sitting at fifteenth um, with a sixteen and nine dual record and forty two point seven six points. Um, what all that means? Top eight uh, go to state. Right now, the breaking point is just over, just shy of 44 points. Um, so it would take quite a bit with only two duels left in the season to make that. Um, but something else that, you know, in, in looking through everybody's records and how, how all the other teams are doing throughout the state, uh, we have 25 duels. I mean, we, we mentioned how Logan Magnolia, they schedule a lot of duels, and Iowa schedules a lot of duels. 25 duels right now is the second most in the entire state, all class. Uh, Waverly's the only one who has more than us. They have 27 duels. Um, and with a 16-9 re- record, 16 duel wins is tied for third most wins in Class B, even though we're short of that cutoff right now and probably going to be short of the cutoff. Uh, we'll have Right now we have the third most wins in Class B and the sixth most wins overall classes. So... Uh, even uh, even sitting shy of the mark to, to go to state, um, there's definitely some good some positives to bring out of those numbers in, in looking at um, the state duels and uh, the wild cards for that. So, well, yeah, when you talk about the the positives, I mean, uh, we had no um, grand visions of of being a, a state dual tournament team we mm-hmm. knew it would take some big upsets uh, right you know with the with the experience we had coming in and and uh and really to win even 50 percent of our matches or duels probably would be a, a good comp accomplishment and these, and these guys have done that obviously they exceeded that and 
and with only two duels left in our season, um, you know, we're guaranteed to have a winning record. Uh, last year we had a losing record in duels, and and uh, uh, one of the things a lot of people coming into this season based off our experience uh, were saying that uh, we were going to have our team was going to be down from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so so far, they've as as a dual team, they've proved that no, we're not we're not down for last year. We've we've we're better than last year's team, and and that's no disrespect to last year's team because most of those guys, you know, a lot of those guys are on this year's team. Right. Um, it's just it shows the improvement that uh, our guys have had this year, and and, and uh, the young guys coming in, um, you know, the refreshment coming in that have contributed, uh, have done an excellent job. Yes. Um, you know, and, and so. Uh, that's just uh you know testament to the kids and and uh and all that that you know that's the positive you take out of it and and you look at some of those teams around us i mean you got raymond central that's two places down they're 17 and five i mean they they got more wins than us less losses i mean they got a win, better winning percentage uh alliance is four and one and they're and they're below raymond central i mean you know four and one that's not enough uh minimum duels but they'll have enough coming up i know that I'd yeah i think every team except um you know at the very bottom maybe ron collie i think every team or even holdridge they anybody that's in the top 20 plus 20 30 are gonna end up having enough to to meet that minimum criteria but yeah that's that they got much better winning percentage for sure but right and again you know talking about i mentioned it earlier you're looking at our uh, schedule of who are wrestling. Uh, yeah, we had a couple C teams this this past week, but uh, you look up and down our schedule. I mean, I got it right in front of me right now. I, let's see the I'll count them out here. The first it, how many class A we have? The first duels we got one, two, three, four, five, six. The first six duels are against class A schools. Um, you know, then we had a couple Bs in there, and you know, and you go down the list, and we probably have more class A schools than B schools, and and uh you know and so uh anyhow just uh some i think it's a, i think where we're at based off of our our experience coming into the season i i'm real pleased uh you know and, and i think it shows too that uh you know our schedules you know is good enough the way it is i don't know if we need to change it and, and I'll, I'll look more at it too after the season and, and do some figuring too but uh um you know, it's looking like we, we wrestle tough enough competition that, yeah, we're going to take some losses. Uh, but when we have a more experienced team, um, you know, I, I think we, we shouldn't have trouble making the state duels when we deserve it. Right. Um, you know, I, you know, and when we do make the state duels, uh, we're going to be dang tough, you know, cause we, we have a tough schedule. Um, you know, so and that, that, Generally, tough schedules pay off. I know there's people out there talking how they're, you know, they're, they're complaining that some schools may manipulate their schedule to, you know, have six easy duels or something like that and get in the state dual tournament. Well, you know, that that might be true. I don't know. I don't know if that's possible that you can do that. I mean, you, you got to get lucky. Problem is, if you don't have a lot of duels, you have one bad duel, or or it could be just not that you have a bad duel. If, uh, the other team might be a team that's down, and if they don't have as good a record, that's going to affect you a lot in your chance of qualifying. I mean, you need to have a good, uh, strong schedule, um, and you need to win a lot. Right. 
you know, and, and to get in the state duels. Yeah, because uh, if you schedule, you know, six, say you try to manipulate the schedule and you schedule six weak teams, you're still not going to make the cutoff point if you go 6-0 and or 100-0 and against really weak teams. So you, you can't schedule a bunch of puds just to, to boost your win record. Yeah, and if you happen to get lucky, things work out for you in those cases. Uh, you're just going to go – Oh, and two at state duels. Right. So what, what did you just accomplish? I mean, I mean, if, if that's your goal is just to make the state duels, that's, uh, I'm not a fan of that. I, I'm a fan of, of uh, our goals to win the state duels, not right. to make it, to win it, yep. you know? And so we're going to schedule to win it. Um, that might mean a year or two that we're on the, on the edge. We don't make it because we're on the edge, mm-hmm. uh, you know, cause we wrestle a strong schedule, but that would also probably be a team that we'd get in there and go, Oh, and two or, or, or one and two and, and not, not win any, uh, trophies, but, uh, uh, you know, our, our goal is to, to plan our schedule and, and it, to win the state duels, to win the state individual tournament, both. Right. Um, you know, and, and looking at the, the points too, and, and, you know, strength of schedule, it really shows up. Uh, just take a look at Northwest. Um, they're the fourth team, they're 13 and six and you go winning right. percentage wise, they shouldn't be up there with anybody. Um, but that's because they went out, uh, you know, number one, they, they wrestled some tough competition at, mm-hmm. at the fracas also. And they also went up to the clash in Minnesota to a quality tournament. Uh, so they, they took a couple losses, but, uh, they're, they're a, a state dual worthy team. Uh, to me, it's, it's going to come down to, you know, they're going to be one of the teams run going for a state championship, in my right. opinion. Uh, you know, and, and so, uh, you know their strong schedules, uh, and and they got the team that to, that deserves it to beat the state duels. Their strong schedule, they're still in the state duel running, and in fact they're they're only fourth, so uh, they shouldn't have any trouble making it. You know unless they uh, lose some duels along the way, they shouldn't. Right. Um, but uh, so anyhow, I guess the thing that comes out of that so far is I I, you know, I think our schedule is is good. You know, there's concerns about, and I've heard other coaches talk about this too, that, um, you know, gee, you know, we go to the fracas and, and get beat up and, you know, we lose some duels. This might hurt our chances at the state duel tournament. So what, maybe we ought to not schedule this. And it's like, well, this is a great example of, yeah, we, we need to schedule this. Right. You know, because uh, it does two things. It prepares you for it. And when you get beat, you're getting beat by good teams. And, and uh, as long as you take care of business, most places you're fine. Yep. So, and yeah, long explanation there. We're trying to get your money's worth on this show. We're, we're, <laughs> we're trying to get an hour. It looks like we're going to be close here. Get it close to the hour. Well, yeah, that way you got your money's worth out of it. We don't have any new tweet questions. Do you have any uh, any other things you want to address or any questions any parents have brought up over the past week? Or No, nothing. Uh, you know, I think we covered everything throughout uh, the show. So, uh, Nothing new here right now, I guess. All right. Well, in that case, we'll let you all out early. Uh, 53 minutes only today. Longer than I thought it would be for a while. But... <laughs> we said we had a short show. It's a little bit short. Um, but tune in next week. We'll recap the uh, the JV invited Elkhorn briefly. We'll touch on the Burke duel, and we'll probably dig in deep to uh, the Lexington invite. And then we'll preview uh, the upcoming... Uh, Papillion La Vista duel, senior night, parents' night, and then uh, 
EMC Conference individual tournament is coming up. Yeah, uh, season's wrapping up real quick. It's going by fast. So uh, tune in next week, Sunday, 2 o'clock, same time as always. Uh, we'll see you then. Thank you.